Testing, testing. Testing, testing. Brana O'Malley. Gianna Pisano. Brana. Women. <laughs> We're going to talk about women. <laughs> I'm so lounged right now. I'm more relaxed than I've ever been. I'm full horizontal. No, same. This is beautiful. <laughs> I love this little nook of this the is, couch. This is my favorite pod setup yet. Me too. I'm I, very excited. How you doing, it. Bren? Fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be better. We're sitting here on Gianna's couch. We've got a little bit of wine. Mm-hmm. We've got our laptop set up. Yeah. It's cozy. It's Monday, a Monday night. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is a good way to start the week. Me too. We used to do podcast Sundays. We've moved to podcast Mondays. We did, yeah. And I really like it. Well, I don't know about you, but now that I've been remote for over a year, I'm really trying to, like, reclaim the Sunday. Mm. And I refuse to do a single chore or, like, wash a single dish on Sundays. Mm-hmm. I just do it, like, during work <laughs> instead. Well, you can. So, yeah. So, I did mad chores today. But le- yesterday, which was Sunday, went to a baseball game. Like, ate some pad thai like enjoying life i love that yeah i went to marin yesterday went on a hike got ice cream salt and straw oh i actually had their salted malted chocolate chip cookie dough oh what'd you think it was really good it was a little chocolatey i'm not a huge chocolate Mm. person but it was really good the new flavors drop on friday i think I'm like, I, I stay close to salt and straw. <laughs> tape drops. You are literally physically close as well. I am like two blocks away. Beautiful. I kind of want some after this. Oh, mm-hmm. that could be a good motivator. That could be a good motivator. <laughs> I'm excited because today we want to talk about female friendships. Yeah, I love friendship and talking about friendships. And like, yes, we're a dating podcast, but this is such an important topic that just isn't talked about as much as relationships and dating don't you think yeah I feel like from like the beginning of us like deciding what topics we wanted to do and like what we wanted to cover I feel like this was one that I don't know I feel like I feel like I've always listened to a lot of dating podcasts and like feel like you read a lot about it and stuff but I feel like it's just such an important part of I think there's a lot of jargon around like you so much emphasis on making like having a relationship (laughs) (laughs) You good? I felt that coming for like two minutes. I feel like I've kept on looking so concerned. Were you not concerned? Were you like just suppressing a cough? Brenna, you can always cough on my couch. <laughs> okay, I feel so much better. Now. <laughs> oh my God, it's like, you, it's like you let out a fart or something. <laughs> just a cough. Okay, where do we pick up? Um, well, I feel like female. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm like having like I'm going in on my eyes right now. I just like wiped off all my mascara. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay, baby. Thanks, baby. Um, no, I feel like this is like a topic we really wanted to have because there's so much emphasis on like getting into a romantic relationship or like how to get into a romantic relationship or how to mm-hmm. keep a romantic relationship and dating. And I feel like something that happens whether you're in a romantic relationship or not is like you have other relationships and like friendships and Mm -hmm. especially female friendships um I feel like are just a huge part of your life and not something are a little bit overlooked honestly I think yep I totally agree and like you know when your aunt at Thanksgiving is asking for life updates and it's like how's work and you know are you dating anyone yet you Mm -hmm. never get the whole like how's your best friend from high school doing exactly (laughs) and I want more of that because I I love that I want to talk about her (laughs) yes 
Oh my god, seriously. Yeah. I, I'm thinking of how to make that into like a merch somehow. We will make that into merch somehow. Mm-hmm. But I, I think it's... How is Lucy from high school? <laughs> <laughs> That's actually so precious. <laughs> For like the dads out there. Mm-hmm. Like, like dads are always like, who is that? Uh, oh yeah. Who is that friend? How ask, do you know this friend? Ask my dad. Well, my dad actually very much knows all my friends' names mm-hmm. because his line is like... Who's going to be there? Who's going to be there? And he wants me to, like, give roll call of... I think Mm -hmm. all dads are the same. But Mm -hmm. I need to, like, do a full RSVP list for him. So he knows knows too much about my friends. That's so sweet. (laughs) But in general, I think more people will ask about dating and romantic relationship updates versus friendships. But they are an equally, if not more, important part of life. And they are Mm -hmm. so enriching. Yeah. And so unique. Uh, no two friendships are the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like you get, like, different things from each – or you have, like, different relationships with different people. So it's, like, there are different parts that you kind of get from that those mm-hmm. relationships yep. and um, different things that you, like, go to for that. And, yeah. I think it's so special. What do you, what do you value in your friendships? I think I have a couple – things like a couple you know vignettes of moments with friends and I'm like oh that's mm-hmm. what I'm looking for mm-hmm. I think <laughs> what are you looking for yeah, in a friend? I, love that. I think the first is like the type of friend who you can sit in silence with on your phone together and not speak and then mm-hmm. like hours pass and you're like oh we're still like on yes. the couch together yeah that is like to me that's like a tried and true like mm-hmm. that's what you'll do with like your best friend and have just that comfortable silence I, that's what I seek in a lot of relationships um, and that's the best type of friend. It's like, I don't need to entertain you. You don't need to entertain me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think another archetype of friend is like the down for anything friend who has like a little bit of spontaneity, which I sometimes have, sometimes don't have. Mm-hmm. It's really fun to find like your someone to like match pace in that way. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, they'll randomly come up with an idea for a bar or be like, <laughs> want to go to Costco. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> insert random activity yeah uh, I think that those friendships are really fun so I value that um what about you yeah I feel like both of those are so good I feel like I feel like I've had friends that I feel like all of my friendships have so much evolved over however long I've known someone like a lot of like my really close friends now are from college or who I'm like you know just like different relationships and I feel like it's like when we were in college they were such different relationships than mm-hmm. they are now so it's kind of cool to see them like evolve I feel like in college Mm -hmm. it was more like we had a really an activity or like a club or like a class we were part of that we were you know met through there and like would do those types of things and then we've like branched off into other things that are more like aligned with us now like a lot of my friends live far away too Mm -hmm. so like it's like we're kind of catching up and we're just like talking about whatever like some are more like gossipy sort of we're like talking about like pop culture Mm -hmm. like random things we're interested in or others were like always planning a trip to like spend things spend time together and like do a lot of things Mm -hmm. together so or or like more like more like talk a lot about like have like more deep conversations Mm -hmm. so I feel like it totally ranges yeah I know it's fun where you think of like the different shared experiences you've had with friends like I have high school friends and then study abroad friends and then like friends where we only talk about Taylor Swift mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> and important all of them all yeah Taylor Swift especially and it's fun because it's like every um person kind of like enriches your life in a different way um which I just value a lot because no two friends are the same and you know you might go to one friend for that deep advice like you were saying you might go 
to another friend because you're like, wow, I'm just like really upset about a boy right now. And like, we need to like go get drunk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Seriously. Or just like this someone who I can like always text and I just know I'll like always laugh. You know, I'm just like, I feel like I'm more like have like a running bit with like this person. It's like, that's fun. Yep. Oh, I have so many fun running bits. Me and my best friend, like I think our whole friendship is a running bit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like in college, we made this account where like all we would do was record her dancing and (laughs) (laughs) among our like group of friends in college it was a pretty popular account. Oh my god, that's People amazing. would be like, oh my god, when are you going to post? We would like go live and plus people <laughs> in. <laughs> it was just absurd. And I just love like when a friend will like take the weirdness to the next level and mm-hmm. be like, we, like, yes. we're going to make this a whole production. Oh my god, I love that. Really fun. And I feel like the other thing that's like so special about female friendships is that whether you're in a relationship or out of a relationship or like wherever you're at, they're always there for you in like mm-hmm. one way or another like that relationship might evolve or change but like they're always there and a part of it and there for you yep exactly like one of my favorite quotes that I always see on like just the internet is like your best friend saying to your boyfriend and being like listen you might not be at the wedding but I definitely will I love That's that my favorite type of energy mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah because I think like it's more just like this is like a something that you know I think I think there's a lot of pressure also on romantic relationships for like Mm -hmm. these timelines that come up of like okay when are you going to move in together when are you Mm going to get engaged when are you going to get married when are you going to have kids and I feel like something that's kind of different about like friendships is that there aren't really those other than maybe like oh will you be in my wedding yeah exactly will we do this trip together will be my bachelorette party like those kinds of things but otherwise it's just like this exists and there isn't as much pressure to be like oh you know it's this label on it or like Mm -hmm. we're you know exclusive or like these other talks that you have with (laughs) like a romantic partner which I think like in some ways like is just such a different I feel like it also can make it be like more relaxed or Mm -hmm. more natural too because you're not trying to make it into these other friendships Mm -hmm. I mean they're definitely and we talked about this before like definitely pressures of like how you might be like comparing yourself to other people online or like Mm -hmm. feel like other people have like more friends than you or like what like your birthday party picture should look like. Yeah like like you ever see a picture of like a giant birthday party and you're like oh my god I feel like I have no friends. Yes. (laughs) Which is just not true. Yes and I feel like it's so hard because I feel like I mean I think that's super hard too of just like the comparison part Mm -hmm. of friendships because ultimately there's like no comparing it and like the best part about them is just Mm -hmm. that like you feel good and feel seen and like Mm -hmm. happy and excited with those people yeah as long as they're adding to your life there's really no right or wrong way and I love what you said about how like a lot of the checkpoints in life revolve around your romantic partner Mm -hmm. like the moving in together and the getting engaged and whatever like normalize checkpoints for like you and your best friends yeah oh we went on a girl's trip it was a really big step for us seriously (laughs) or just like we've been friends for this long and like Mm -hmm. we've like been through like multiple of like either of you maybe going through different breakups or like family hardships or like like work things that are really hard like those people are Mm -hmm. also there for you in a really intimate way oh definitely yeah and like they see all sides like, mm-hmm. I think about my oldest friend who I've known since before the womb. Yeah. Because our dads were college roommates. Oh, I love that. And, like, we would cry together in the preschool bathroom. That's how long, like, we've been best friends. Oh. Um, and it's funny because even when, like, you aren't living in the same place or, like, um, you know, life comes up and maybe you don't talk for a while. I love having, like, those staple people where it's, like, no matter what, I know you'll have my back. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you would hope your significant other would have your back. 
but there are a few things as unique as like a friend that you've known for a really long time or a friend who you've like trauma bonded with yeah been through stuff together um you know that those really can like outlast other bonds I actually think that's a good point because I think something that's like interesting and different about friendships and of course you can make friendships at like any stage Mm -hmm. right but I feel like I think it is so special to like have someone who's just seen you for like such a long period of, or known mm-hmm. you for such a long period of time. Yeah. Like, this past weekend, even I had some friends in town who were like, I've known since I was like truly a baby, mm-hmm. which is just like so yeah. wild, you know? Baby Brenna. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like so funny to just think of, I don't know, like some of those like friendships that are like just so lasting and long. And it's like you, like we used to talk about like, TV shows or like playing outside and right. now it's like we're talking about like jobs and yeah, like yeah, yeah. moving to new cities and like dating and yep. friendships and mm-hmm. whatever it's just so wild yeah and you think like how you ideally you know will only get married once or like if you want to get married that is and if you want to have a lifelong partner like you'll only find that person one time you could meet your best friend in your 30s and then still have like so much life with them or mm-hmm. even later um like i think of my parents and their friends and a lot of their best best friends they met later in life because it's like our friends parents mm, yeah <laughs> which i think is a cute like community connection as well um and something that i saw i think this was on twitter that a friend sent to me was about how like your friends aren't side dishes to hold you over until the main event. Mm. The main event being like, okay, you settle down and get married. Mm-hmm. Like your friends aren't there to just tide you over or fill your time yeah. while you're waiting to, you know, meet someone who you'll spend the rest of your life with. Yeah. Like your friends are the main event. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, your partner can be part of the main event as well, but you just shouldn't deprioritize friends in the way that it's like, um, you know, they're just there until I right. get a boyfriend or until I have a partner well I think that also takes some of the pressure off of like a partner being like your everything sort Mm -hmm. of right like and of course everyone's relationship is going to look different everyone has like different friendships different like Mm -hmm. we know what your what your life looks like basically yeah Yeah. but I feel like that also takes some of the pressure off of like you get so many different things from so many different people Mm -hmm. and that's like a good thing like even Mm -hmm. like the person who maybe like you get like a coffee from every day Mm -hmm. like serve some like purpose in your life too like you're having that's like a relationship and then like also your friend that you call like once a year Mm -hmm. or like on your birthdays you like say you know whatever like happy birthday to each other and then the friend that you're talking to all the time or the friend that you live in the same city as and Mm -hmm. I feel like that's also really important like I was talking with my therapist a few months ago um just about like you know how I was feeling like I feel so I feel like this move to San Francisco has been like the best thing mm-hmm. like I just feel like Aww. so happy and I was just talking about like friendships here and like just friendships outside of San Francisco and just like how good they all feel like mm-hmm. they feel right now which is like not always the case and like right. it's very nice but yeah I was just kind of comparing it to like you know how in the past I felt like really like seeking of like a relationship or like mm-hmm. this feeling and I feel like I'm still interested in that but not as like I don't want to say I feel like desperate has a bad connotation to it but mm-hmm. I feel less like <laughs> urgency mm-hmm. for that yeah and um my therapist was like it sounds like you just feel really emotionally fulfilled by your friendships and, like the oh people in your God. life right now and I was like that is so cool to yeah. identify because I was like yeah I've never thought about that before for real that is so nice <laughs> that's like what you pay for therapy for yeah like damn <laughs> she said that <laughs> and it's so true because if your friends are 
you know, fulfilling you in that way. And, you know, you think about like family as well and coworkers Mm -hmm. and all the people you might interact with in a day. They're all, um, you know, benefiting your life emotionally. We hope benefiting and Mm -hmm. not taking away, (laughs) you know, only want to keep positive people in our lives. Um, But they can do that as much or more than a romantic partner would, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's like all part of like the equation. Like it's not like anyone gets like all of the weight or like all of the pressure like yeah. you're you get all of the different things from yeah. each of those relationships exactly too. yeah I know I think friendships can really be so intimate and like I think of my friends who I'm really close with and it's like I feel the same way about you as I do about my sisters mm-hmm. where it's like I can tell you anything but I can also you know be honest with you and like get annoyed with you for lack of mm-hmm. a better word <laughs> yeah and again that like sit in silence and comfort and like I can tell you when I just don't want to hang out because I'm feeling upset mm-hmm. and like those are the things that can take you a long time to get from anyone. Yeah. But once you have them, it's like you really don't want to let them go. Mm-hmm. Um, and they can so easily fit in your life in the same way that like a romantic partner can. So. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. And I feel like I feel like if someone is like hearing, I don't know. I feel like another part that we like both kind of talked about a little bit before we hopped on was just like how those relationships change or like how sometimes when you're not feeling as satisfied with those people in your life or like with your friendships or relationships how that can be like really hard to hear about or like feel like Mm -hmm. you're kind of in that comparison part and I think it's kind of interesting too to just notice how like those relationships change like you saying that about like Mm -hmm. feeling you can be like so comfortable with these people or like um like they're there like you just like are more trusting of that relationship sort of and you're like oh I'm not this is like kind of unequivocally here like Mm -hmm. I'm not like feeling like if I don't see this person for like a day or something Mm -hmm. that like my relationship isn't there and I feel like that can also come with like just feeling more like secure and different Mm -hmm. in yourself too kind of how you can like grow into some of those relationships like some of my closest friends now I think like my relationship with them in college like I was in such a different place that Mm -hmm. like I was like much more insecure much more anxious and like I somehow like held on to those like relationships and now they're like much different you know Mm -hmm. like they feel much more like healthy and secure so I feel like they can also change like even if you're not feeling super good and like secure and fulfilled in those now like those can change or like you're only other people Mm -hmm. and um yeah I just kind of like feel like acknowledging that yeah too I know like I think about some of my friends who I met like over a decade ago I hope I'm not the same person I was a decade ago Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm pretty sure that I'm not but the fact that like we've held on and you know friendships can vary in strength over time like Mm -hmm. I have friends where we didn't talk for even several years and then rekindled because now we live on the same coast like one of my really good friends who I was friends with in elementary school we rekindled out here in California. No way. And it's been so much fun. And now we like <laughs> plan trips to go hike I Mount Rainier that. together. And yeah, it's really fun. And um, I think they can just sneak up on you in unexpected times. And mm-hmm. that's adulthood. Like people go totally. through, you know, different things in life and busy periods and stuff with jobs and, you know, boyfriends and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but things ebb and flow and they should ebb and flow. Yeah. Um, but just, you know, my biggest point is like, you're a whole person whether you're in or out of a relationship um and you know you don't need a relationship to complete you because think about all the friends who are making mm-hmm. you who you are just yeah. the same right yeah right and I feel like also like you have different phases like you might be like in a certain place or like in college or like in the first in your first job out of college mm-hmm. or like whatever farther out and I feel like the people who you're with might your friends now and like that might change over time too like mm-hmm. I feel like there are definitely places I've lived or cities I've been in or like 
you know, in school or post-grad programs and like those people are like there and like so close and then like those relationships change. Mm-hmm. We move to a different place or like you're in a new spot or mm-hmm. new career or whatever it is too, which I think is cool. It doesn't mean that every relationship that you have has to be like an always forever mm-hmm. sort of a thing exactly. either. Yeah. It's not a marriage proposal, luckily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right. Even a marriage and proposal special. doesn't have to be a marriage proposal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> we can take charge of our own life and choose happiness every day. <laughs> Love it. Also, my favorite quote ever. Do you know what it is? No. It's in the la- it's on the last page of my book. <laughs> Real listeners oh. will know. It's uh, Carrie Bradshaw from Sex in the City. Oh. And mm-hmm. she says, maybe our girlfriends are our soulmates and boys are just people to have fun with. Yeah. Which... I think it's pretty true. That is fun. I feel like you could certainly be a soulmate of mine. Oh. That was really sweet. I think we have a lot of soulmates, and I think you're one of them. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Gianna. Should that be merch, too? I'm going to cry. <laughs> Brenna literally made me cry the other day, so. Like, by being nice, so. <laughs> so it's my turn. And on air. Yeah, for real. I kind of want to talk about making friends. Yeah, let's do that. Like, how do you make friends? Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I Hinge. think <laughs> Bumble, Bumble BFF. Bumble BFF. <laughs> um, I, yeah, what's like the wildest, what's like the most fun way you've like made a friend or like kind of like unconventional um, or different? I honestly think the key to making a friend is to do something together on a recurring basis, mm-hmm. whether that's school or work or mm-hmm. a workout class mm-hmm. or any sort of hobby or shared experience. That's really all it takes. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying it's easy, but I'm also saying you don't have to be some like outgoing extroverted person to make friends, mm-hmm. though it does involve a component of putting yourself out there. Um, oh, one of my best friends and I met on a shuttle to work, which oh, was so fun. fun. And it was literally like sparks flew because we just talked about all of our shared interests for hours. And now me and her and our other best friend have a group chat where all or like, okay, 90% of what we talk about is Taylor Swift. Mm -hmm. And it's like, again, a shared experience, shared bonding. We have a beautiful friendship outside of Taylor, but she is like (laughs) this angel where we just like discuss her every move. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and that's just an example of one of the many types of friendships you can have. I um, love that. That's my weirdest way I've met a friend. What oh my about god, that's you? funny. I've met some. I feel like I've had some sort of funny ones. Like one of my um, best friends, we met in line for sorority recruitment, uh-huh. and so like we were just alphabetically placed. Yeah, and so we just like happened to be like in line and like probably like chatting and nervous, mm-hmm. and then we found out that we were both studying abroad together and then ended up literally from that one experience and going out to lunch once like decided to live together abroad which, oh my like, god <laughs> you know talk about spending a lot of time together yeah for real like forced um and and another friend I had like a class with or another friend like uh and like from that class like we found out we both like ran and mm-hmm. it's like she was like wearing a half marathon shirt and I was like oh are you running that race and then we did like went on a run together and then like we actually ran that race and like both of our all of our parents met our families met because like oh. both of our families had come to like oh my see God. us meet the parents so the families met like immediately and then we were just like really close from there which was fun that's really nice mm-hmm. again shared experience yeah and that's then we would just go takes. to like work i feel like in new york like workout classes was like my jam that was how i would like oh that's really fun spend time with people send a lot of money to mm-hmm. spend time with people <laughs> talk about paying for friends yeah right seriously <laughs> i know I mean, it's kind of the same here in SF and like 
in college it was similar where it's like all right I met friends through work or through clubs or through classes out here it's like through events in the city Mm -hmm. or I think a lot of it is friends of friends as well like I've met a lot of friends I met you through a mutual friend right um and that can kind of be the easiest way to just be like hey do you have anyone you could introduce me to like looking to meet new people yeah um kind of in the same way where it's like how do you meet a significant other exactly like how do you meet friends just put feelers out there and I think Mm -hmm. if you put out the welcoming energy even if you might feel a little bit shy um it'll come back to you yeah yeah I would agree and I feel like that's also been like such a cool part of it like my SF experience also is like Mm -hmm. having just moved or not even just moved here anymore we're coming up on a year oh not really we still have like many months but okay probably three months till a year okay yeah Mm-hmm. I'm not going to do the math, but... I know. Yeah, well, I should not. I'm not allowed to do math on this podcast anymore, Wait, but... what are we going to do for your one-year Annie? Oh, I don't know. Outside lands, actually. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, that's at the end of the month. Yeah. I also didn't get a ticket. We'll figure it out. Um, oh, perfect. We'll fine. do something else. I, I won't be there. Mm, okay. Figure it out. This is sad. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I literally went on the day that they were there with some of our other friends, and, like, half of us got tickets, half of us didn't, and it's okay. Really I'm not going to lie and say I'm obsessed with festivals because I hate crowds, but first one after a pandemic, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I we will celebrate um, my one year and also some other. Yeah. Do another, <laughs> another celebration. In a well. non-ticketed event. Yes. Should we do some red flag deal breakers? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. What if you're dating someone mm-hmm. and you don't like their friends? Oh. Um, it's a red flag. It's not a deal breaker because... Mm-hmm. You're dating that person and not their friends in the same way that you're not dating their family. Mm-hmm. I say this because I have a reputation of, like, falling in love with someone's family. Oh, like, I'll love their mom hard. and their sister and, like, love everything about their family. And <laughs> you're not dating their family. <laughs> this is not in my current relationship. This is in the yeah. past. Uh-huh. Um, I promise. I do love Zach's family. But uh-huh. <laughs> that's an aside. Yeah. Um, I think it's a red flag because... If they are really problematic, mm-hmm. that's something you should bring up with your significant other. But if you just don't like them as people and they, you know, you don't love to be around them. Yeah. Um, I would hard. say that's more okay. It is a flag though, because ideally yeah. you're gonna like mix and mingle. Right. And you're probably gonna spend a good amount of time with them. And also they're mm-hmm. just people in their lives. Like I would want my significant other to really like my friends. Mm-hmm. So is that a deal breaker for you? No, I would think it's a red flag. Yeah. Um, I've definitely dated people where I've, like, been, like, wow, I, I think I've dated people and, like, been, like, wow, your friends are so different than me. Like, maybe this is a red flag and, like, that we are more different than I'm, like, picking up on. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Like, I've kind of just been, like, oh, like, these senses of humor or, like, these, like, things that you're interested in or, like, the way that you are acting around them is more, like, a red flag to Mm -hmm. me, you know? Like, in just, like, I think it's easy, especially in COVID, if you're, you know, like, depending on how in the beginning of COVID when you're, like, not really seeing other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I think that's – it was hard to kind of get a sense of, like, who – you know, you're spending so much time together or just in the beginning of a relationship in general. Yeah. You know, so I feel like – I feel like it was a red flag. It's a red flag for me. Yeah. Also, I don't – but I like you, I think it doesn't have to be that. And I think also you get to know people more and get to, like, see more sides mm-hmm. of them than, like, those initial meetings and all exactly. that, too. Yeah. I would say first impressions definitely aren't everything. Like, mm-hmm. there have been times where I've, like – grown on someone's friends the more we hung out in a group setting what about the opposite what if he doesn't like your friends um 
<laughs> I would be like, why? They're great. I know. Like, <laughs> have you met them? <laughs> um, I would find that hard. I guess probably also a red flag. Yeah. Because, I mean, I guess it's also... I think red flag, but I would also be like, I think it would be a good conversation. Like, I think it could be like, okay, maybe this isn't your favorite person. Like, also, I feel like when you're a friend with someone, maybe you've had like so many years of like memories and experiences together. Mm -hmm. Like, you're having a different experience than this person who's like meeting them through you. But I would like, just like I would want like my significant other to like, like my friends and my friends to like my significant other. Mm -hmm. Like, I would want them to kind of see them as like, like them because I like them exactly you know like I would want because that's kind of how I feel you know I feel like there's an element of that in like me meeting my friends partners too Mm -hmm. is like I'm excited about you because my friend is so excited yeah exactly you know it's the kind of like the quote like any friend of yours is a friend of mine (laughs) yeah Yeah. (laughs) and it's like how could you not love Brenna she's Brenna like she's Mm -hmm. my Brenna like I definitely feel that like territory when I introduce significant others. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it goes both ways. It's a red flag on both sides for me. I would agree. Yeah. It's not a deal breaker because again, you're dating that person. Yeah. But you know, as we've been talking about the importance of friendship and how friends aren't side dishes, it's like you really want to make sure everyone's getting along. Yeah. But right. you don't. You don't have to be best of friends. No, and I think there's like nuance in it. Like I think you could find out maybe a little bit more about what's going on, or yeah. I would want to know a little right. bit more about what's right. going on. Um, but yeah, it would flag. Yeah, but I mean, it, it is a deal breaker if they are actively mean. Like if someone was that I was dating was actively like rude to you, that oh. would be a different scenario. Mm-hmm. Or you know, if if I was rude, to that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just like getting in a fist fight. <laughs> Or if, like, your significant other's friends are mean to you. Oh, that would be sad. I would would take that up right away. That would be a deal breaker. Because then it's like, how are we letting this this happen right now? (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I know. No, it didn't happen. It's theoretical. Good, good, good. (laughs) But if it did, Mm -hmm. deal Then I would fight. (laughs) The deal's over. (laughs) What about if they, um, like, don't really have friends? Um, this actually might be the deal breaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, listen, if our friends aren't getting along, we'll talk. But if someone just has no friends, it might be a deal breaker because, well, mm, I don't know. Because what if they're just introverted and kind of are, you know, more of a homebody and like to keep to themselves? But I think it is like it's at least a red flag, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Like, why don't you I would also be curious how they're defining no friends. Like, yeah. did they just move to the city and they don't really know people yet? Yeah. But also maybe then I would potentially want them to get a little bit more settled. Like, I thought that when I kind of moved here, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, I'm going to be like dating people and they're probably going to be like, get your feet, right. get your footing, like yeah. meet other people, you know? Yeah. So I don't know. Um, But yeah, I feel like also red flag more just because like how, who like not why and like why don't you have any friends like I don't mm-hmm. think this would be a reflection of this person especially if I'm interested in dating this person then yeah. like they have redeeming qualities and they yeah. seem like a social like great person mm-hmm. so I'd be more curious like how they are at like maintaining friendships I think and relationships so too. Yeah. yeah it's more of like why don't you have friends like have you just not been able to keep a friend because mm-hmm. I hate to break it to you like you might be the problem mm-hmm. but I don't know yeah. Everyone is different, but just the statement as it is is a deal breaker. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. What about if in college he was the president of his fraternity? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that um, I was in a sorority, but like kind of at um, 
like it wasn't really big at my school so Mm -hmm. it's kind of different I wasn't like the most involved but Mm -hmm. um I would take this as like they're social Mm -hmm. they can you know make plans they've like got a lot going on and are like pretty proactive and Mm -hmm. stuff so I would think that's like green light go Green light is that, or is that fine. what I'm hearing? Yeah. <laughs> or fine. Green is fine. <laughs> um, yeah, I would feel, like, good about it. I mean, I think also, yeah, I would want to hear more about, mm-hmm. like, their experience, you know. Yeah. But um, I would feel fine about it, I think. Yeah. I honestly think, okay, so I went to a college without Greek life, but I understand the importance of it and the community aspect mm-hmm. I do have to say this is a red flag because mm-hmm. I assume like some guy named Chad who's like texting in the group me for people to like pick up kegs mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> and it's just like a little scary but I don't want to generalize a lot of my friends were in Greek life I even you know know someone who was the president of his fraternity and he's a great guy so mm-hmm. I think it depends but I yeah. think it's still a red flag just because of some fair. of the associations unfortunately I think yeah totally fair yeah um what if his favorite food is canned tuna (laughs) this is green light go i was addicted to tuna last week or last (laughs) month i was literally eating i ate a can a day for 10 days straight (laughs) i bought this tuna and it was 10 for 10 dollars and i bought a big thing of relish and a big thing of mayo wow i ate a can of tuna every day do you like pickles in your tuna i like relish that's Mm. pickles right that might be a red flag for me. What? Well, I love pickles, but I don't like relish. Oh my god! I know I'm that they are not the same thing. inviting you for my afternoon four p.m. tuna snack. <laughs> <laughs> also, so funny that you say that because when we were in Bermuda, um, me and my brother, there was a hurricane that came through, and my brother was being it was it was like I don't know what was going on, but we were buying food, you know, before it land before it hit the island, and we bought tons of food that was like non-perishable, including tuna fish, but then. We lost power, but then we were eating tuna fish for, like, weeks afterwards because... Not, like, every day, but, like, really a lot of tuna fish because we just had so much. Did you ever feel lightheaded or get a tingly sensation in your hands and feet? Because of, <laughs> of like, mercury? Yeah. No. Those are the symptoms. That's scary. Are you experiencing that? <laughs> Maybe. Maybe I was. No, I looked it up, though, because I was like, if I die from mercury, it, it is, like, that's sad. a hill I'll die on because I fucking mm. love tuna fish. Wow. Well, I'm glad that you so got it. Screen light go. Yeah, no, I got it, babe. <laughs> okay, but what if... Okay, wait, I'm going to change this slightly. What if, like, their favorite food is tuna fish, so, like, they say, hey, I'm going to, like, make you dinner tonight, and every time they say that it's tuna fish i'm like still not Every even time. i'm not even mad okay great i like this imagine only a, a tuna sandwich on like a really good slice of bread okay okay if as it's long the as they've only, got the supplies no if it's the only food they can make mm-hmm. that's probably um a red flag but i mean is it tuna in any form because if he's making like some ahi tuna with like seaweed salad no, it's not tuna in any form it's, no, canned, it's canned tuna, tuna. Okay, okay okay red flag red flag red flag <laughs> only because then i'm literally gonna die from mercury and that is no fun true could be slowly poisoning you <laughs> whoa whoa honestly <laughs> new technique <laughs> It's like um, <laughs> Goodbye Earl by the Dixie Chicks. Do you know it? No. They kill Earl. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> they they uh, they poison his can of black eyed peas. Oh, yeah. They should have gone the slow burn with the mm. mercury poisoning. Yeah. I mean, you could really sell someone on this. You could be like, no, I swear it's my favorite food. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Green light. <laughs> All right. What if they have 20-20 vision? Listen, I, I respect this, uh, this is the perfect site. 
I've got I've got good eyes. Brenna, stop bragging I about did, your perfect eyes. So fun fact. Um, this is a fact I've shared on many a first date for absolutely no reason. Uh-huh, you okay. know, do you ever find that you have like certain stories you just like happen to tell on mm-hmm. a first date? Yeah, you have like your back pocket ones. <sighs> this is one and it's not even oh, good. No. What is um it? it's uh that I lied on my eye test when I was in kindergarten so I could get glasses because I wanted glasses. And I was mm-hmm. a sneaky little six year old and I lied to a doctor. And you still have twenty twenty vision? Well I always did. <laughs> I just <laughs> I just made up different letters. That's not fair. I more was thinking you would like get bad karma and then have like really shitty eyes because you lied about Everyone it. Everyone in my family has glasses except for me though. Oh, you're just like elite. This mm-hmm. is like my younger sister. She has perfect vision. I don't, I can't even read like the top line. <laughs> the giant E? Don't know her. <laughs> Say F. That's what I did on my eyes. I think it was actually even more a little bit strategic. I think I waited until like three or four lines in and then I started messing up letters. Oh, yep. Yeah, it was conniving. The optometrist was playing chess, but you were playing checkers. Mm-hmm, Wait, right. other way around. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's okay. <laughs> well, I think having 20-20 vision is a little sketchy. Mm-hmm. It's like, why aren't you one of us contact glasses wearers? Mm-hmm. It also gives me like cyborg energy. Because like, why do you just wake up and see? And you just have perfect vision. Yeah, that's wild. And you don't have to pay $1,000 a year just to see? That's not fair. Like, God has favorites. <laughs> um, I guess it's a green light because good yeah. for you. Well, also, wouldn't that be helpful if you ever lost your glasses or your contacts? They could help you find them. <laughs> Why? Because they could see and I can't. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is nice. <laughs> My parents, sometimes when they lose their glasses, it's like... like they go crazy. Yeah, they're like, and where like, are they? They right. wear each other's glasses. Yep. It's like a whole thing. And if we're driving and I, like, lose a contact, oh they can, God. like, take the wheel. Scary. Mm-hmm. What about... If they've applied to The Bachelor or have applied multiple times. Okay. Um, I feel like I feel like I have separate answers for like if they've applied to The Bachelor versus they've applied multiple times. <laughs> okay, let's hear it. I think if they've applied to The Bachelor, like fun, mm-hmm. you know, quirky, you do it. You're yeah. all watching Bachelor Monday. You're all hanging out. Mm-hmm. You apply. If you have applied multiple times, honestly, probably still fine. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Probably at a point. Like, I think maybe don't actually yeah. apply. I think if you're... <laughs> I'm taking it back. I think okay. if you're applying multiple times, like, red flag. Even if it's, like, full joke. Like, their friend wrote a funny blurb about them. Multiple times, though? Like, you can't be <laughs> yeah, doing it multiple times. It's a time. recurring joke. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, I guess I wouldn't be mad at it, and it would be fun if you got on. Yeah. I don't really hate it. I don't know. It's, like, a loose red flag for mm-hmm. me. I think yeah. it honestly depends on how you're doing it, and then... yeah. I think it's fun. I love The Bachelor also. Oh, yeah. And I think it would be so funny for someone to have, like, gotten to the interview stage and then, like, didn't make it on. Right. <laughs> like, and I also want, I would want to hear about how the process was. Great stories. So, actually, I do want their intel. I know. I think. <laughs> I, I actually want them on a couple seasons so I, I can know. really get the full I want to binge the whole season that they're on and I want to watch them, like, get fourth and lose. But mm-hmm. no no more, no less. <laughs> fourth? So, or you want maybe, them to go pretty far. Yeah. Then they're I, playing the game. They're playing the game. But not, like. They're going to be an influencer for life after that, though. How do you feel about that? I'll take that money. I'll okay. take that ad money. You'll you'll pose <laughs> with them with, like, the gummy hair bear? Yeah. Gummy, I'll, gummy, uh, yeah. I'll go in on some detox tea. Mm-hmm. The Invisalign white nurse. <laughs> oh, yeah. Actually, getting some Invisalign would be, like, a sweet deal. That would be a sweet deal. Mm-hmm. We should add perfect teeth as an RFDB because that's another Ooh. one with perfect vision. I'm like, okay, robot. <laughs> <laughs> but I think applying to The Bachelor is kind of a green light for me because I think it's hilarious. I think it's fun, yeah. I mean, and unless this is they like, say they're really looking for love, then uh-huh. I feel like I 
feel like you're yeah. looking for love in a very public space. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I think it's a green light as long as they're doing it in, like, a tongue-in-cheek way. Yeah. (laughs) If they were The Bachelor, I think Deal Breaker, probably. If they were The Bachelor? Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. Right. So they can't succeed far. No, no, no. Yeah, that's why they... They have to be, like, on a season, background character, maybe have a fun, cool, some gifts that they get out of it, Mm -hmm. a couple deals, and then go back to their job, potentially. I think that that's good. I think it's, like, either get forth... Or do it as a joke and not make it on. Is fourth wife, why fourth, you don't want them to go to the fantasy suite? Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> I can't have that in my conscience. <laughs> I mean, they could also get like 12th and be equally as funny. Okay. Yeah. But the worst would be some of these people who are like on for, um, like, the, you know, they're on the first couple of episodes, they never even get any airtime. Mm-hmm. I know. That's that sad for them, especially because yeah. like they wanted the, I'm sure, influencer lifestyle. Exactly. Someday. Unnamed. Someday. Okay, should we answer our listener question? Yeah. So this is Kayla from San Francisco wondering, how do you balance friendships and relationships? Oh, this is such a hard one. Million dollar question. I know. I was thinking about this when we were just discussing today's episode because there are really only so many hours in the day. Mm-hmm. How does one <laughs> balance, like, work, health, you know, physical uh-huh. health, mental health, friendships, cooking your own food? <laughs> yeah. And a relationship. Like... So much. I don't know who actually does that at all. <laughs> no, what? I feel like you do. I mean, not exactly. Okay. I also haven't been working out because of my Achilles tendonitis, so. Yeah, well, that sounds like you're taking care of yourself. I also Uber Eats, like, so many times a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Actually, DoorDash, because now I have DoorDash Premium with my new credit card. Whoa, that's not exciting. Not to brag. Well. I know. Um, I have learned quite a lesson or two about balancing, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm honored that you think I do. I'm glad that's your perspective since you're my friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I try to make a lot of time for you and all of our friends. And yeah. Friends who live all around the country. It's impossible to do everything. But of course, I think what it comes down to is communicating with your significant other about the time that you want to spend with them and the time you want to spend with your friends. Mm-hmm. Like you almost need an alignment of sorts yeah. where it's like, like we're gonna like map out a sketch for the weekend so there's no miscommunication yeah seriously if I want to see my friends for wine night on Friday but you have friends with your plan friends with your (laughs) plans with your friends on Saturday it's like okay let's try to find a night that will work for us or like a date night and that kind of thing Mm -hmm. um so yeah I think again it comes down to communication but you do kind of have to like prioritize certain things over others yeah um so there's really no right answer but just as long as your friends aren't taking the back burner and you aren't moving things too often for your friends Mm -hmm. um then you're at least on the right path yeah but you don't want to be also moving things all the time for your significant other because that wouldn't feel good for them either right so really it's just like balance like it's like juggling a bunch of plates totally and like probably like figuring out as you go like you're gonna get feedback from like how you're feeling like how are you feeling are you feeling you have time for yourself are you feeling like you're getting enough time with your significant other with your friends like Mm -hmm. with your family Mm -hmm. and then also you know you kind of like hear from those other people too Mm -hmm. like you're checking in with those you know not not checking in like in an excessive way but more just like getting a pulse right on like what is feeling like this new good balance because Mm -hmm. it is often new like just like when you have like let's say you make a new friend like you're gonna you're gonna find out like what that balance is how Mm -hmm. like that fits in 
too yeah. or like you do start a new project like we started this podcast yeah like we've like <laughs> figured out how to like fit it in with mm-hmm. like you know like I feel like you kind of like learn and and adapt as you're going through it yeah exactly and it's like if you're gonna change a plan for someone or you're gonna pick you know something over the other sometimes I'll ask myself like how would it feel if I were on their end and like I had to like move this dinner because I had something really important with Zach or like mm-hmm. oh Zach and I are going out of town so I can't make this event with all of my friends it's mm-hmm. like if I'm being open how does it feel to like be on the receiving end of that yeah um because you never want to feel like a second choice mm-hmm. and you never want to feel like you are kind of being pushed away or like you know losing a connection with someone right because you know their significant other is taking up a lot of their time right it doesn't feel great no mm-hmm. one wants to be that person right right and I think you also figure out like you also see how like you feel in a relationship like how much time you you want with with your significant other with yeah. your friends mm-hmm. and then also you kind of realize like as your friends are in those different relationships too like what that looks like for them and what mm-hmm. that balance looks like for them and yep. I think that can be also just like new information yeah that you're getting too yeah I also think a very important blanket statement is like every friendship and every relationship is different mm-hmm. like Okay, you and I talk almost every day, but Mm -hmm. there are some friends that I only talk to, like, once a week, once a month, once every few months. Mm -hmm. Um, Maybe, like, you and your significant other hang out every single day. Mm -hmm. Maybe me and mine really just do, like, weekends and then, like, one day a week. Right. Like, everyone will have their balance of what works for them. Totally. Um, And that goes for, you know, any friendship where it's, like, maybe you're – ask yourself if you're really seeing them less than you used to, too. Mm -hmm. Because maybe it is just, oh, they have another element in their life. Um, but maybe you're just like a once every now and then type of friend for each other. Yeah. And that's still a type of friendship that we all need. Right. So you can't talk to everyone and see everyone every day. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a really good, good statement. And kind of it's like checking in with yourself, checking in with like those people around you and like seeing what feels good and then like a- adapting and changing mm-hmm. and like communicating about it. Yeah, exactly. Because mm-hmm. um, there's only so many hours. But also check in on yourself because like – for me, I'm not doing anything with anyone unless I get my sleep mm-hmm. and I, like, eat my meals and make my bed. And, like, yes. there are certain parts of my life that I need to have organized before I can make any time for anyone. Right. So I would say you come first no matter what. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like that's with everything. Like, that's with, like, kind of, like, to bring it back to, like, friendships also. Like, I feel like last week, for example, like, I was, like, canceling. I felt like I was, like, canceling plans left and right. Yeah. Because I was, like, I am, like scattered and like yeah like just like drained sort of and it's like I if I were to show up to those things like I wouldn't have been Mm -hmm. you know as I want to be showing up for those yeah plans either so I feel like kind of like being honest with yourself and then adapting to like know when to schedule in that time for yourself Mm -hmm. or what you need also is important yeah that's awesome I'm proud of you for doing that and being like actually me time Mm-hmm. It's time for me time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was on social rest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I tied a little thing to Brenna's ankle and said, stay home. <laughs> it was beeping every time I was going for a walk. Yeah, for real. <laughs> well, I loved this episode. I love talking about friendships and friends and girlies and everyone. Me too. This was really a fun one. This one, And this we want to have a wine night like right now, mm-hmm. <laughs> which we kind of we are. <laughs> Wow. What a so moment. <laughs> we are so mad at. We just manifested this for us. Uh, should we do this again next week? Let's do this again next week. All right. See you then. Ciao, ciao.